Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome guys, gals, non-binary pals to the new year and welcome to the Are You Listening podcast. I'm Brandon and I'm here with my friend Scott. Scott, what's going on, man? Hey buddy, how you doing? I'm doing good. It's the new year. It's 2022. It is 2022. Although, I mean, I, we might as well pull the curtain back. Yeah, no, it's not really 2022. A little, a little bit at the beginning. <laughs> it's um, not yeah, even December yet in 2021. Nope, nope. But we we know that we're going to miss a record, so we're throwing this on here. Yep. Holidays holidays are a real thing for families, so we like to spend time, and we won't be readily available to record on Christmas Day. And we just want something to show up in the feed. Yeah, maybe you want to enjoy this with your family on your holiday. Who knows? But Scott and I will not be enjoying this podcast on our holidays with our families. Uh, we're basically just here to do a you know a 2021 recap of some things we listened to, some things we liked. We don't really have a structure for this. We no. don't really know what we're doing with this. But not at all. We're going to be talking about some albums we listened to this year. We're going to be talking about some uh, some new albums, some, maybe some some classic stuff we listened to. What what we were doing and what we enjoyed the most. Sure. And one of us may even claim that their album of the year isn't out while this is being recorded yet. But we'll get to that. Who would do a thing like that? Who would do uh, that? Only a, only a maniac. <laughs> all, all in all, Scott, just uh, yeah. before we even get into anything in, independently, sure. what do you think of this year musically as a whole? Where where do you sit? Do you think it was a successful? Do you think it was, it was a letdown? It had wild swings for me, honestly. Okay. Um, I was really looking forward to some albums that came out this year that just tanked for me the the new white chapel record just didn't do it for me the uh the new adele record i can agree with the white chapel yeah i i can agree with the adele although you know we we may mention some things we dislike but for the most part we're we're gonna remain positive yeah no we'll get we'll get positive for sure just getting some of the the letdowns out yeah, a little bit early just so we can move on to what brought us up there was there was some things that came out that I was really excited for that. I don't want to say they let me down. They just didn't reach that expectations. Right. And then there's some, there's some other things that I didn't have any expectations for that blew me away to such levels that I don't even, I don't even, I can't even remember how I was before this album existed. <laughs> right. I had some, some really good records that came out, but I think overall it, it might've been more of a bland year for me. Like I was looking forward to the mighty, mighty boss tones record that came out. 
really looking forward to that. And that just didn't like not saying it's bad. It just didn't hit me right at the time when it came out. I just didn't feel it. Same with the Dropkick Murphys record, the No Effects record. They they just like it's they're bands that I am already heavily invested in. That seems like anything to come out with, I should just love. But they just didn't not and again not that they were bad. They just didn't hit me right at the time. Like maybe I, I was looking for something else to get into. There was a lot of new bands that I tried this year. There was a lot of new bands that I tried last year. So I was getting into some new stuff more. And there were a lot of things that hit me that I really enjoyed that like weren't on my radar really that these ones that were on my radar that I had high expectations for just didn't meet up, I guess. I mean, it could also be a case of those because those what three bands you just mentioned all have fairly large libraries already. Oh yeah. So when it comes to bands like that, that have so much stuff out, if they're not doing something completely different or something completely mind blowing, then it's kind of just like, Oh, okay. I can just go listen to the other albums that I love. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like these bands, it'd be hard to, match up to my expectations i suppose because mighty buddy boston's is a huge band for me um i haven't hit you with one of their records yet but i plan on it and it's a it's another one of those very formative records for me in my life that um that like i said we'll we'll get to sometime this year most likely but this record that they put out it just didn't do it for me but you can take solace in the fact because i do i do the same thing is where like a band that i absolutely adore will put an album out and i'll be like "Uh, it was just okay yeah, but I I make it okay with myself by saying, well, maybe that album will do for somebody what the other album did for me, for sure. And then brand new fan, and then they can go back and listen to the other stuff. And even if they don't like the other stuff as much as this, it, at least there's a new fan to the band, and I know the band can persist. Right. Yeah. So what you you want to you want to start off? You want to throw an album out at me? What what uh what do you got? What do you got? The the first one that hit me real hard this year, and it was really early on it was within the first month of 2021 um that i swore up and down would be my record of the year no matter what was weezer's okay human okay that one just had such a vibe to it based off of dealing with covid and feeling that that just that inescapable dread you know that isolation and just putting that on record i i felt all of it I loved it. It's it's. I don't really have like a record of the year, but I have some that I liked possibly more than this one. But this one hit me real hard. And then they followed it up with a record later on in the year that I believe was supposed to come out in place of OK Human. But they put it off. They came out with um, their Van Weezer record, which was a complete shift in musical style and attitude and energy. Um, okay, I guess I'll throw one at you, and I know you listen to this one, so we have something to talk about. Okay. Um, I think the first one that really gave me a big, to get like really hyped about music, mm-hmm. and I guess it's not even like a full album, it's more of an EP. Okay. Uh, it's Benny, Benny the Butcher, and Harry Fraud, The Plugs I Met Too. Oh, yeah. Came out this year, that came out in March, I believe, like mid-March. I, I loved it, it it's just another Griselda drop. And yeah. it wasn't even the it wasn't even the first Griselda drop of the year, uh, because uh, Conway and Big Ghost Limited dropped if it bleeds it can be killed earlier. But that one, it was just okay to me. I didn't really mm-hmm. I, I didn't hate it, obviously. I liked it, but it wasn't like a holy shit, you need to hear this. Yeah. No, I liked Conway's other record that came out this year better than uh, Conway also dropped La Makina this yeah. year, 
which is, well, I guess it's, it's hard to compare those two because the Conway Big Ghost is a sequel to an EP and it is an EP. Yeah. And then La Makina is actually a album, like a, a right. legit on a label album. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you know, th- yeah, that thing's great, too. Yeah, I, I don't I don't even know which one I could put up against. I mean, because Plugs I Met 2 is great. It's an EP. And mm-hmm. I think it's easier for an EP to be strong. Yeah, because you can weed out a whole bunch of like if you have some mid tracks, yeah. you can just weed them out and put, throw on an EP instead of doing a full length. Yeah, I was I love it, though. I love the the features on Plugs I Met 2, mm-hmm. uh, 2 Chains and anytime 2 Chains pops up. I'm I'm ready for a 2 Chains feature. <laughs> right. French Montana's on this which doesn't need to be on mm-hmm. anything. Uh, but let's not <laughs> let's not be negative here. Uh, Rick Hyde has a good feature on that too. What were the features on La Makina? Kina came out in April, so a year a year a month after <laughs> Jay Skeese is on it. Oh, another 2 Chains. <laughs> okay. Mm. Let's go. Yeah. I'll take a 2 Chains on any Griselda project. <laughs> Um, oh, Love the Genius is on there, which she's, oh, that, that, La Bikina has Scatterbrain with Ludacris and J.I.D. Oh, yeah, that was the, that, that, was that the track joke. is huge. Yeah. And then El Camino, and then of course it's a, it's, if it's a Griselda project, there's going to be a West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, which, Conway uh, track on it. That track was fantastic too. I remember that track being just amazing. I mean, you throw all three of those dudes on and I, I end up loving that track no matter what. And then sandwiched in between those two, actually, on my list that were released is this album. What I have it rated from when I listened to it, I would actually put it higher now. And it's uh, Armand Hammer and the Alchemist's uh, Haram. Yeah, I didn't get in on that one when you did. I, I listened to it later, but it was yeah, it was really good. And that actually catapulted me into listening to all of Arm and Hammer's past albums. I went through all of Arm and Hammer and listened mm. to everything they've put out. And then I started to get into the individual artists, Elucid and Billy Woods. I started going through their stuff. And yeah, it's uh, it's definitely like more highbrow than a mm. lot of hip hop that I normally get into. Like it seems almost I hate the term art rap. Because that kind of takes away the skill and talent of it. Right. Like a lot of people call like open mic eagle art rap. And I feel like that's unfair too. Sure. But I also get it. Like I understand it. But Alchemist and Arm and Hammer together is so good. Like I, it, the, the way that Alchemist was able to craft the beats for these men who have such unorthodox delivery and rhyme scheme mm. is just it's, it's amazing to me I, i'm still blown away by it and i'm so glad i got the vinyl on the initial release yeah as a, even even though it's only a black one where all no, the album all the reissues are you know nicely colored and right all, that. <laughs> all right what's your next one what do you got for me uh got one that came out in february that surprised me this is one of those bands that i didn't know anything about but gave a shot to um band is teenage wrist the album is Earth is a Black Hole, okay. and this record is just dripping with 90s alternative. Like, I get the feeling from this, the same feeling I get from, like, a filter record from back in the day. Like, this just, <laughs> it gave me nostalgia, like, on first listen. And, and are, are they signed to uh, Epitaph? It looks like they're signed to Epitaph. Yeah, that's where I found it. I was looking up, beginning of the year, I was looking up to see what was coming out when um, new records that were that were dropping. I checked uh, Epitaph's uh, upcoming releases, 
and didn't know anything about this band decided to just look up because i didn't know what they sounded like at all uh found a video on youtube and i was like oh man i feel like i'm riding in my mom's van with a disc man on listening to toady's first record and filter and bush and like it just gave me that feeling so i pre-ordered it and it's fantastic I know that this game for you and I is hard because we listen to so much different shit and we have so much different opinions and feelings on music. Yeah. But is this something that you think I would enjoy? Because the things you mentioned that they're sound like are not, not things what that you I particularly like. yeah. enjoy. I, I was just going to say, I don't think you would necessarily enjoy it because okay. I know that the feeling I get from it is almost entirely just based on nostalgia. Okay. I'm not saying the songs are bad, but I'm not entirely sure you would like it that much. I mean, give it a run through if you're interested in listening to something that you normally wouldn't get down on. You might like some of it, but for this record, for me, like 99% based on nostalgia feeling. Okay. Just sonically. The songs are good. I'm not sure a bunch of people would enjoy it as much as I do. Because if you know anything about me, I'm always struggling for something to listen to, you know, always. I got all kinds of open space for that. I'm sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll just run through a couple more here. Just now what you got. I like Brock Hampton's album this year. I like that a lot. Um, The New Light, New Machine. I think it's their final album. Okay. I I think you gave me a track of theirs to listen to. Oh, you don't shoot up the party, I believe, was probably the the track I sent you. But I never listened to a full project of theirs. Uh, I like that a lot. I, I stumbled onto uh, Cemetery, who is like a, an alt goth yeah. rapper. Yep. Uh, Rainbow Bridge 3, I enjoyed a lot this year. An album that I completely forgot about until I was making my list for this was Lloyd Banks' Curse, Course of the Inevitable. I, I do remember that coming out. I completely forgot it came out. And then once I saw that it came out, I had very fond memories of it. But then I looked at what I rated it, and it wasn't as it was, high as I thought it was, was going to be. It was not good. It's definitely not a bad rating, but it's not to what the opinion I have in my head of I remember it being. Like, sure. I remember, I remember, like, when I see that album cover, I'm like, wow, that shit was good. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at my rating, and it was just okay. Right. Which maybe, because I think it's a double album, or it's at, it's at least significantly longer. Right. So, so I think feels that long. plays into it. Right. Uh, and then this one, I know you have on your list, so we can talk a little about this one. Uh, Tyler, the creators call me if you get lost. Yes. Uh, yep. That was fantastic. It was. And I thought it was great. It was a departure from Igor for sure, which was his last studio project. The I remember my initial feelings of it was they were great. It was great, but not every track needed to hear a drop from the producer in it. And it drove me nuts. But then when I got past that, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it more than Igor because that's Igor is just not the kind of music I get down on. I, I respect Igor. Igor wasn't Tyler rapping, rapping. No. And and that, that the Tyler I like is yeah. the Tyler rapping. Yeah. I have nothing against artistic singing Tyler. Right. But I, that's just it. It's not for me. Yeah, I guess. Uh, next, I got uh, Vince Staples, Vince Staples, his self-titled album this year. And mm. I had high expectations and it it didn't meet those expectations because the album went in a different direction, I think. OK, uh, the problem is I listened to it once or twice, liked it a lot. My rating says that I liked it a lot. <laughs> and then the vinyl, like he, he announced the vinyl pre-order. So I pre-ordered the vinyl. 
once I pre-order a vinyl, it doesn't matter how long until that thing comes out. I don't listen to it again until I get the vinyl. I have a record I'm waiting on still that I haven't listened to yet. Yeah, I'm still waiting on the uh, the Deaf Heaven record that came out in August that I heard is not going to ship till the end of January. Wait, give me a, give me another one you got this year. Uh, another one I got uh, a band called Palette Knife. They're a band I found on Bandcamp uh, while I was doing my my search for new music. Uh, they had a record come out called Ponderosa Snake House and the Chamber of Bullshit. I like the I like the album title. Yeah, right. <laughs> Great pop punk, like emo ish feel. Um, very Wonder Years feel to this band. If you ever listened to the Wonder Years, I haven't. They're 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 one of those that it's like that pop punk that missed me. Sure. Like I think I might be able to get into them now, but when they were coming out, it was just like I'm not in. I'm, this isn't my vibe. It was right. kind of over after the pop punk yeah. explosion, really. Yeah. It was kind of when pop punk seemed to be winding down that the Wonder Years came out. And then, yeah, I don't know. I, I just happened to pick them up sometime and really enjoyed it. And then I heard, like, when you go on Bandcamp, you can hear tracks from the band that they haven't released the record yet. I listened to one of theirs and got really excited about it, pre-ordered the album, uh, pre-ordered the vinyl, and got it and was really blown away. by Maybe not blown away, but I really, really enjoyed the whole thing. And... um it was really great. I I really liked it. Also, really liked Nas's King's Disease too. I can't I can't remember if I listened to that or not. Is it's got is the Lauren Hill, Hill feature on it? Yeah. Is she on the first one too, or no. is she only on the second? She's one? just on the second one. Okay. Well, then I listened to it, and I don't know why it's not on my list. I don't know if I didn't rate it. I don't know oh, what okay. happened. Yeah. Because no. I feel like I liked it a lot. Yeah. Mind you. I don't know if I liked it enough that I think it should be nominated for a Grammy again. Is it? Like, like did yeah. they, they released the Grammy nods already? Yeah. Do you do you want me to run them down for you? Best rap album, the off season J. Cole. I like that record. I don't think you I, enjoyed it as much as I did, but I liked it. A I, lot. I didn't. I thought it was fine, but no. it it wasn't it, it just it just didn't it was a fine rap album. I just, it just, to me, it was just like, oh, it's fine, but it didn't blow me away like it did some people. Sure. Um, certified lover boy, Drake. Didn't fine. bother. It, it's, it's, it's dull. It's as dull as Don. No, it's not as dull as Donda. Don, okay. Donda is not as dull as this thing because Donda's interesting. At least Donda's interesting. Right. I certified lover boy is a snooze. It's, it? it's just, it's like, tw- it's like 26 tracks. Oh, is it really? It's oh so gosh. long. Um, King's Disease 2 by Nos. Loved it. Call me if you get lost, Tyler Creator. Love so it. That's a that's a good one. And then Donda Kanye West is the last one. If I had to get it to anybody, man, I'd really love to see Nas win back to back, but I think that's messed up. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to come out on this one, I don't think Nas should have won last year's. Well, no. I we both had that same opinion. <laughs> Alfredo yeah. should have won last year's hands. Hundred percent Alfredo should have won. Um, but I, I get it. Like Nas I he deserved it. Yeah. It's like he deserves a Grammy, but that shouldn't have been the one that I mean, based off of the list this year, I'd give it to King's Disease, too. No problem. I'd probably give it to Tyler. Personally, I'd probably give it to Tyler. The I, the only thing I have against the Tyler is the friggin drops. DJ drama. That was okay. uh, DJ drama kept doing the drops on that thing, and it drove me nuts. OK, see, I don't even think I hear that shit anymore. Like I'm so used to, like I was so I'm so used to listening to mixtapes like back in the day. I hated it, but I I like the project overall. 
Okay. I guess this is this will be my top five. I'll throw one of my top five of the year out right now. Okay. And it is uh, Smiling With No Teeth by Genesis Owosu. And I was blown away by this record. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting anything. I don't even I saw the cover and it's like his face wrapped in like bandages. And oh, then he yeah, has like, a, yeah. like like a gold grill. Yeah. And that was enough to drag me in to listen to it. <laughs> You're like, yep, that's me. And then I listened to it and it, it was just it was so different than what I was expecting. But mm-hmm. it was also like still very hip hop driven. I just I, I loved it. it. It made my top five this year. I was a big fan of it. If we're getting a top five, I guess I have a few that I didn't realize I was ranking when I was writing them down. But I guess I did. Um, the new slash old descendants record uh titled ninth and walnut uh descendants if i was pressured to say would be my favorite band and they came out with this record i say it's new old because it's a new release for 2021 these these songs have never been heard before but they're old tracks that they wrote and i i want to say they recorded but re-recorded for this um, with the original lineup of the band. Oh, okay. So it sounds like they're old, old stuff. Um, more kind of surfer vibe as far as the music goes and the, the, the drum patterns, not so much the, the, the super intricate guitar playing that you can hear on newer descendants and all records, but it just had a great feeling. The lyrics are, not really meant to sound funny, but they sound kind of funny because you realize they were written in like the early eighties. I'm going to, I'm going to say this anytime a descendants record comes out, it's going to be in my top five for the year. Just (laughs) uh, I'm super biased because they are, they're part of my Holy Trinity uh, getting into punk. So the, the first day I bought any punk CDs, it was bad religion, MXPX and descendants. So they're they're never going to put something out that I don't like. Descendants and all are the only band tattoos I have. And they'll probably be the only band tattoos I'll ever get because I just like everything both bands put out, even though they're the same band, just different singers. Uh, I absolutely love with all my heart. Like like they're, they're my romance for music. And I I think we all have bands like that. Like there's always going to be an artist. And I, I mean, let's be real. Probably Acacia Strain for me will always be something like that. Right. Um, anything Rick Ross puts out, I'm sure that I'm going to enjoy, which I think is going to be my hot take. Um, <laughs> as of recording this, Rick Ross's album, Richer Than I've Ever Been, is not out yet. But I, I'm i going to predict that it will be in my top five just because I, because I love you already Rick Ross know. so much. Yeah. In, in addition to all these newer albums I've listened to, uh, this year I've listened through some some revisited and some for the first time entire discographies of artists mm-hmm. rick ross being one of them i'm um, just running down a list i have ace hood two chains mayhem loren trey the truth young dolph and then into some non-hip-hop stuff also i do <laughs> listen to other things uh, i listen to morbid angel norma jean mortification the chariot a mirror uh, i'm i'm making my way through deicide and atmosphere at the time uh, currently and then also uh Slim Thug and Plies, I dabbled in. Um, I was really into some Southern and some Memphis this year, I guess. <laughs> what did you, uh, did you have, where do you have Bo Jackson sitting? The 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 Boldy and Alchemist project. I didn't even buy the download of it. You didn't even, did you not like it? I feel terrible saying that. 
I think I ran through it once. And it just said, I'm all right. I think maybe it's because there was so much Boldy last year. There was a lot of Boldy last year. There was four Boldy records last year. Yes, there and was. And I loved, I loved three, three of them. Of them. <laughs> yes, and hated one of them. I absolutely hated the Versace tapes. I think if I went back to Bo Jackson now, I would probably like it. I'm going to urge you to do it. It's 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 good. But when I listened to it, I gave it a once through. In August, King's Disease 2 came out as well. Okay, so that took your time. So that must have eclipsed Bo Jackson to me. Because I, I re- King's Disease 2, I really did love. And that Lauren Hill feature was amazing. I've never listened to a, a full Lauren Hill project. There's only one. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I know there's only one. Unless you count the unplugged, the MTV yeah. unplugged session. But her feature on that was phenomenal. And I know like the entire world was waiting for her to feature on another song. So I think I just paid more attention to King's Disease 2 than Bo Jackson. And really, I think... I probably will go back to, to Bo Jackson and give it a shot. I just think I was on Boldy Overload. Yeah, but I, I do. I urge you to revisit Bo Jackson because there's a lot of good there. It's a it's a very good album. Okay, then, yeah, I, I'll give it a shot. I, I probably will end up loving it. It's just, I think there was, like I said, I think there was just so much good Boldy that came out last year that this year I was like, okay, I need a, I need a break because nothing's going to beat those three records that came out. Well, also, I mean, even though Bo Jackson and King's Disease exist on the same realm of hip hop, they're two very different types of, right. of, of albums. And yeah, that, that's for sure. Uh, a couple, I'll run through a couple more. Uh, IDK put out You See For Yourself. I really, really dug that. West Side Gun, uh, HWH8, Side A and Side B. I, I loved them both. I remember and you liking those things. They're both long as shit. And then you put them together <laughs> and it's so long. But it's also so good. I mean, the side A is basically a stove god cooks record, and it's it's amazing. Like mm. I think if Westside Gun truly quote retires from music with this, I think he will continue to do the curator thing where he okay. will assemble he will assemble albums. Right, and I think it's perfect for him because he. I mean, look what he's done for every person he's put on. Oh yeah, like, let's be real. Like he's done it. He's. He is an exceptional mind in hip hop right now. Oh yeah, he says some he says some things that are questionable here and there, but I mean that's everybody. Nobody's right. perfect, exactly. But I loved those uh, Flea Lord and Rock Marcy put out Delgado. I really enjoyed that, and I guess I, I guess I can talk about some stuff that's on hip hop also. <laughs> <laughs> um, God's Hate put out their self titled this year, God's Hate, and it is aggressive. It is a very aggressive, violent album. No, I didn't I, latch onto that one. It it hit me. At the right time, because it's not it's not normally the sound I go for in that kind of music either. But it it, it, it really hit me. Uh, and then going in a completely opposite direction than that, Casey Musgrave's Star Crossed. I it's her it's her breakup album ah. and her divorce album, if you will. And I, I really dug that. A lot of people were kind of hit or miss on it, but I liked it a lot. Moving into another one of my top 10. I have or top 10. Nope. Top five. top five. <laughs> I mean, I have I have like 40 albums right, right down here. Right. <laughs> Um, and I think I sent you at least a track of this, and I don't I don't remember what you felt about it, but a uh, Petey, Lean Into Life is the album. I think you did send me a track. And it's like it's like artistic but catchy and like there's anthems, but they're sad. It's so first of all, the way I discovered this first is I I found this guy on TikTok 
just making <laughs> hilarious TikToks. Didn't even know he was a musician. Oh, just yeah. saw him making hilarious TikToks. And then there was a song in one one time and I was like, what's this now? And then it was just so weird and different. And then I saw the album came out and I gave the album a listen and it honestly blew my mind. Like, I don't, I can't, it's hard for me to acknowledge a world where I didn't know this album existed. That's how much I loved it. I've ordered wow. the vinyl. I ordered the vinyl immediately. Still waiting on it. So I of haven't really listened to the album yet, Yeah, but I, I loved it so much. I really did. It was, I'm a huge fan. I, I urge anybody. I don't even care what you listen to. Give PD's <laughs> album lean into life a chance because it's, there's something special in there mm-hmm. and I don't even know what it is. Like maybe somebody who's more educated in music can tell me, <laughs> but I, I really love it. You got another, you got something. Yeah. I got something that I really got into that you didn't enjoy so much. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. The, the Idola record, the architect, uh, that one, I loved the intricate instrumental work. Uh, dude's vocals were just phenomenal on it. Very protest the hero feeling. Uh, and you know how much I love Palimpsest from 2020. Um, mm-hmm. This is I'm I'm waiting on this vinyl to show up because the second I heard it, I ordered it as quick as I could. Um, it's just uh, it, we've we've talked about it before with our our metalcore takes and how I get into mathcore if you call it that, whatever it is. Um, just crazy time signatures and wild instrumental work. This had it all for me. And yeah, I absolutely loved it. Definitely top five for me this year. What was my beef with that? That it just sounded like it was too rocky. Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. Yeah. I I mean, it, it definitely has a rocky feel to it, but to me, there's more artistry to it than just than the rock genre can contain. Yeah, I don't have like a negative opinion on it. When you said it, I didn't I put it that way. I couldn't even remember what I didn't like about right, it. I yeah. just know that it, it wasn't super. It didn't catch me the way I wanted it. That I remember when I gave it to you, I was super high on it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was like, I know this is going to be like, you're not going to have the same feelings towards this as me. Yeah. But this thing is fucking amazing. Yeah. And then you listen to it and you were like, eh. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It's fine. Yeah, it was it's fine. All right. Yeah, you didn't hate it, but mm-hmm. you didn't. Yeah, you didn't have that that mind blown reaction to it that I did. I do have a record on here that might. It, it's probably it might be my number one record of the year, and I know you also had the mind blown feeling oh. with this record, and it is Turnstiles Glow On. Oh my god! Yeah, that thing was phenomenal. I don't even have it written down on my list because I wasn't able to freaking find a vinyl copy of it. But that thing, yeah, I I bought a copy. <laughs> I bought a vinyl copy off some German website, it, and my like my browser wouldn't even translate it into English. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure I bought it. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I paid the money. The I'm money came waiting. out of the account. <laughs> yeah, now I'm just waiting. But I, it's it's still stunning to think of like how they could reinvent hardcore. Yeah. It's so wild because it's so hardcore, but it's also dancey. It's so... The thing is, with it, I think before you told me to listen to it, I think I watched one video of theirs that came off of this record. And if you listen to singular songs on this record, it doesn't hit as hard as it does if you listen to the full project. Okay. Because when I listened to the single track, now I don't remember what track it was. I can't tell you. 
But when I listened to the single track, I was like, this is different. And it didn't blow me away. It was just different sounding and it was like, meh. But when you came at me with it and you told me to listen to it, I listened to the whole thing front to back. And that's when it grabbed me. And I was like, what the hell is this? Aside from amazing. It was just crazy. Crazy. Yeah, that was super good. And I might have to get on some German site and roll the (laughs) dice on it because (laughs) yeah. Good luck. Yeah, it was it was that good and yeah, it was it was phenomenal. It really and was. it's not like it's not like we're speaking out of turn because the reason that it's hard to find a vinyl is because, because it's phenomenal. It's yeah. because everybody seems to dig anybody who likes that kind of music is seem seems to really understand how special that record is. Yeah. And I, I do think that it, it may be a record that we will be referencing for years to come. Like I feel like it's that important and special. Yeah. It, it yeah, it was it was amazing. And we did both have the same reaction where we're like, there's there is something here yeah. that is really special. It's it's hard it's hard to understand the mindset that you have to be in to even make some of those choices that happen. It's just like wild. In the produ- in it's the just wild. It's crazy because they're crazy. they're considered a hardcore band, and then when you listen to this, you get those hardcore undertones and you get that feeling from the tracks. But then there's just so much more to the tracks. It's wild. Like I, yeah, I can't put into words how crazy how just frantic but amazingly beautiful these tracks are like i can't there's no describing words for it the ocean that we used to think hardcore was they shrunk it to a puddle and then showed us truly what an ocean of hardcore can look like yeah yeah. it's so much more than hardcore yeah i i I don't understand i still don't understand how how it's that good it's it's still wild to me there's there's i I don't understand how they can go into a record and be like this is what we're making where where the hell did that come from and to make that record everybody on that band has to agree like everybody on that band has to be like this is what we're doing yeah let's go it's it's unbelievable it was weird crazy i guess i'll just throw out my final two top fives um these are in no particular order but i think lil one's number one um little sims sometimes i might be introvert i loved that record Mm. i love that record she destroys it it's it's heartfelt it's so it's it's so well put together it's so well written it's so meaningful i love it and then I guess not a record, but an EP here. Knocked Loose is Tearing the Fabric of Life. Oh, yeah. I, I had a feeling that would be high on your list. Yeah, that can't be left out. That thing was no. phenomenal. And the the movie, quote, movie that went with it is just as phenomenal, man. Yeah, it was it, super good. Uh, I guess I'll give you my... I have I have three more to go over. Yeah. Or four, sorry. Um, no and they're... I'm not going to rank, rank them as far as one, two, three, four. They're just my favorites from their separate kind of genres. Okay. So, um, as some people may or may not know that listen to this, I got super into black metal thanks to Brandon. Um, <laughs> that was that was a wild thing that I I got into. What was it again that you were going to get into that I talked you out of it to listen to black metal? I can't even remember, but it was something soft. It was something yeah, much more you, soft. It was just another genre that you weren't super familiar with, yeah. and you were like, "I think I'm going to give this a shot." And I said, "You should try black metal." It was it was something like. Oh, was that when I said I wanted to get a, a do a B-52s deep dive? <laughs> Maybe. And you were like, have you seen the movie Lords of Chaos? Yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> what's that about? He's like, it's black metal. Oh, sure, I'll, I'll watch it. And then I watched the Culkin brother pretend to be in a black metal band. And Euronymous. Jesus. 
that just blew me away. That, movie, that movie's that movie's great, by the way. The movie's still great. Oh yeah, everybody in the scene hates it. But Wolves in the Throne Room came out with a new record this year, Primordial Arcana, and it was beautiful. Like they're they did some some crazy things. Uh, they made some crazy choices on this record. And I think that's kind of a, a theme for our favorite records this year. <laughs> yes. Like when you, when you go outside of your genre to, in order to make something new. And I think Wolves in the Throne Room did that with this record. I mean, it's still black metal. Um, it still has the incredibly frantic drums and the screaming guitar parts and the vocals are exactly what you would think, but they put an extra sheen on it. Which, if you know black metal, putting sheen on anything is pretty much sacrilegious. Um, Which is funny to yeah, black metal. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they just did something extra on this record, and I absolutely loved it. This was one that I pre-ordered the vinyl on Bandcamp, and yeah, super happy with it. Next, Trivium came out with In the Court of the Dragon. And this record is their best record that they've come out with since like Ascension. So since they're, you know, second and third records, this thing just rips and it's, it's amazing. Uh, They let everybody do their thing on this record. Uh, They let everybody have their own room to breathe on it, which was nice. You get some killer drums and, uh, amazing guitars and the vocals are phenomenal. Matt Heafy came back to doing um, these really great harsh vocals along with his cleans are just great. But the really standout to me is the bass on this thing. They really let the bass breathe and gave it its space to shine. And it does. And yeah, just fantastic. I love that thing. And I'm waiting on the vinyl to come in, but I listened to it anyway. I downloaded it. I just haven't listened to it yet because I, I, I how highly you talked about it. And I yeah. did like I did like Ascension. I did like Crusade. And yeah. I think I liked some of Shogun, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, I know I have some positive ideas of Trivium. So the fact that you said it's their best album yet and you're so you talk so highly on it, I did download it. I just haven't gotten around to listen to it yet. Yeah, it's super good. And that, that's one cool thing that happened to me this year. I really I put focus back on my record collection this year, uh, mostly thanks to you. Um, You're welcome. And <laughs> Trivium is one of the bands that I that I paid attention to that I really wanted to get more into. And I picked up four of their best records, in my opinion. I bought them all this year. So I bought okay. Crusade, Ascendancy, Shogun, and In Waves. And then I'm waiting for In the Court of the Dragon to show up. And then that's all the best Trivium. <laughs> uh that's out in my opinion, but yeah, it's super happy to come across that. And then also with my record collection, I ended up hitting 900 LPs this year. Congratulations. So that's pretty sweet. I, I'm hoping to hit a thousand next year, which I'm well on my way to, but <laughs> easy. Yeah. Easy. Should, should be pretty easy to hit. Yeah. So that was cool. Another favorite record that came out this year. It just came out. Uh, I talked about it as my record of the week a couple weeks ago, and that's Silk Sonics and evening with Silk Sonic. That thing is just glorious. I don't know another way to put it. It is. I talked about it on my, you know, record of the week. It's indulgent. It's beautiful. It's classy. It's groovy. It's funky. Uh, I had Emily listen to it on the way to Thanksgiving with my family. 
And she even had the same opinion I did that it was too short, but it was just, it was just fun. It's such a fun record and it gets you feeling, I just felt like having a good time. And there's like to get me feeling like having a good time, like wanting to like come out of my shell and dance or sing along to this, you know, seventies soulful funky song. Like I crank this thing up when I'm in the car. (laughs) it's and there's no there's no like that's not what i usually crank my radio up to and it's just it's fun it's fun to listen to and it just got me in in a vibe and in a groove and i loved it it's if they had a vinyl of it i i would have it ordered already but as of now all they have it on is uh cd and cassette and i i i was this close to ordering on a cassette like I don't even have a cassette collection. I had one more record to talk about. Um, if I had to put a number one record of the year, this is probably it. It's super infectious. I sing along to it all the time. I wake up with the songs in my head and that's Holding Absences, The Greatest Mistake of My Life. Just phenomenal metalcore-ish music. Just, I, I love every single track. There's one little thing that bugs me a little bit. There's a sound effect on one track that I don't really like, but I, I think it has intention. So I, I give it a pass, but okay. every song in this thing, like I can just belt out and sing along to. And like, I just, I get feelings from like every single track. There's one in particular, no more roses, one word. And that thing was the first song of theirs I heard and Holy crap. It, just beat me into oblivion and yeah love it i don't even when did this come out because i don't even think i remember you talking about it or you talked about it a lot i think i talked about it a lot and then you just don't tune it out yeah yeah i think you did i think it was an idola situation where uh i talked about it so much you were like yeah yeah cool man good 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 record yeah, yay! It, it goes both ways. I'm sure you've done that same shit. Oh, for totally. I've thrown well, your way. Every time you go West Side Gun, I'm like, yeah, dude, <laughs> killer. Yeah, man, cool. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Cool. Another yeah, West Side Gun on. project came out, huh? <laughs> well, 2021 uh, been a, an interesting year for sure. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of surprises as well as some letdowns. So, and if nothing else, podcast started this year, right? So. We started this year. That's pretty awesome. This is a big year for us. You and I. Yes, correct. It's a big year for music because yeah. I feel like even though what we say doesn't matter, nah. I feel like I feel like I feel like us talking about it gives some of these albums more weight. And I know you've given me some albums that I probably wouldn't have listened to that I've really enjoyed. And, and some, that have, yeah. some that have made it into my record collection. Although I do have a bit of a bad news situation for you oh, no. about that. Um, I recently had to escalate a purchase through PayPal and get a refund because oh, I was never I was never shipped my Mac Miller album. Oh no, bummer! <laughs> yes, yep, the oh, one. That's the, that's boy, the I've one. Never, I've I've never had to do that for a record ever, and it's the one time that right. I did. I had to do that with a record as well uh, this year, and I've never done it before. But yeah, I had to do that too. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. But I'm still on the lookout for it because I, I do still want that record in my collection. Good, because I want you to have that record in your collection. I think that's the one I think that's the one we've done this year that you said you were gonna get that I gave you. 
No, I said I wanted euthanasia, but it's hard to find. Yeah, we can't we can't find that. Um. Yeah, you you already bought a few that, <laughs> that we bought. Done. Well, no, I, I think I've only bought one so far. You bought. You came at me with the first three Emery records. You bought. Which I'm I bought this. I bought the studio update to "I'm Only a Man." Yeah. Uh, I am on the lookout for Wormwood. Yes. Um, but that's. Yeah, that's it. That I think. I think that's it. Oh no, no, no! I bought Band of Horses. Yeah, that's yes, right. You, well, I did. I will. I will blame that one on the affordability. I mean, yeah, that helped for sure. But <laughs> I mean, it's a good. It's a good record. Oh, I agree too. Yeah, but... it's super. I like that record a lot. A lot, a lot. Yeah, and you know, I uh, I didn't buy um, everything this way. <laughs> Going through the list of what I gave you so far. Uh, just looking at it here. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I did not buy Master Puppets. Actually, nope. if you re- if you recall, I said I went from a guy who might pick it up to to a guy that won't prob- pick it up. <laughs> probably not buying it. Probably not buying it. Yeah. All right. Well, Scott, good twenty twenty one. Thank you for the year. Thank you for the podcast. Thank you for this episode. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year as well. (laughs) Even though we've already pulled the fucking curtain back. It's November. 2021. (laughs) November. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But when it does happen, I will wish you a Happy New Year. Absolutely. Uh, You and Tara, we love you guys. We love you guys as well. And, uh, And appreciate you. Yeah, 100%. And we appreciate every single listener. Thank you. For sure. Like that, that can't be said enough. I don't think because I mean, yes, we'd probably do this without any expectations of anybody listening, but if you are listening, you know, that that's, that's something. I don't know. It just feels great to, to put something out there and have anybody care about it at all in any, you know, in any, it's weird. It is kind of weird because I've, weird. T- I've told you before that I I've listened to the podcast with my wife in the car and that's that's a wild ride. But <laughs> um, just like having a, these conversations, I love. Agreed. Like I I love being able to talk to you about music that we both have a passion for. But it's also really really cool to have anybody else care at all about any of these episodes that we've done to listen to it as well. Agreed. And I, I would be ecstatic with one listener. So, you know, any, yeah. any singular listener, just know that I appreciate you as much as you, we you both would. do. 100 percent. Thank you. Have a happy new year. Hope, hopefully you continue listening. Yes, please. Um, much more to come in 2022. Like yes. I said, I have like 40 records to give to Brandon. So maybe you'll like some of those. <laughs> I have I have a bunch, but I mean, I don't know. It. I love it. I think it's probably clear now that I love discographies. Like yes. I love, I love entire bodies of work by yeah. artists and yeah. like how they change. So I know some people, your wife don't <laughs> like that. I bring the same like bands to you back and back, but I, I love it. And I feel like the best way to talk about a band's body of work is comparing each project. Right. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe 2021, I just dive in. We just go through Cannibal Corpse's discography. Just Oh, man. Band, <laughs> band, album to album. Let's go. Ooh, that's going to be happen. a rough year. Not going to happen for everybody. Yeah, for, it'd be rough year for everybody. It'd be, it'd be even rough year for me. <laughs> but, Scott, you got anything else to add for 2021? No, I have, year in review wrap-up? I'm excited for what's coming up this next year. I really am. 
Uh, I think I've got some really great records for you to listen to. I'm sure you have some really great records for me to listen to. And then we'll both have some really great records to listen to that are coming out. So, um, and I'm sure that we'll be giving each other at least one record. That's not great that that we don't like. I know I I can't wait for a groan or three. (laughs) (laughs) You're just going to give me a whole string of groans and I'm I'm, then I'm really going to have to change up what I'm doing. (laughs) Well, you know, happy new year. And, uh, Are you listening? Are you listening? And we appreciate every single listener. Thank you. That can't be said enough. Thank you. 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 That's enough.